Peace, peace, family. This is your Black to Roots podcast, and I'm your host, Tangi. And I have to tell you guys, today is uh, December 8th, and we're going to talk about uh, transitional stages, right, in life. Now, for the most part, you know, we all have a story to tell. We all have an expertise that that we may have. Some of us don't even know that we have an expertise. And oftentimes it's because we don't um, dig into what our passions are or, you know, what it is that we truly desire. We don't dig into the things that we know a lot about, right? But for some of us or people, especially like myself, who monologue, I monologue things and I will always have. That's just been, that's just something that I do. And being a cancer woman, I, um, my Zodiac being a cancer, I, um, like being vulnerable, emotional, and, uh, like damn near walking contradiction has always been a part of my life. And part of that is because I'm hot, but I'm cold, you know, warm, but, uh, cool. And, you know, I like this, but I don't like that. It's just real weird. Right. So I monologue things. So now my passion has always been to help other people. And that's at whatever capacity I can help them at. And an issue has always been with me not being able to take my own advice. So I want to get into a little bit about um, what a monologue looks like, especially when you're doing a monologue about your life. Um, My monologue started, um, I want to say when I turned 22, that's when I start journaling, you know, my experiences and, you know, what's happening in my life and, you know, the, the accomplishments that I've had and so forth and so on, kind of like a public diary, right? So it's always been um, my thing to, to live my life as an open book. I never cared about other people's opinions or anything like that, all right? So my monologue is, is pretty much, is, it's not the same as somebody who's just telling all their business. It's a bit different. It's a, uh, it's a journey and it's my therapy, you know, my personal therapeutic way that I handle things. So with this particular monologue, I've done case studies, official case studies, peer reviewed case studies with uh, the relationships that I've had, some of the uh, people that I've talked to. Um, some of the experiences that I've had, I've, um, I've documented those things as, as the experiences were happening and the results of those experiences, you know, the pros and cons of X, Y, Z and so forth and so on. So as I'm doing that, I, I ended up, um, I wrote a book about, uh, documenting these different case studies. And I did, I did quite a few case studies with personal relationships. I mean, familial relationships, monogamous relationships, platonomous relationships. I've, I've like seriously journaled all of it, except for the, the ones that I really, really, you know, were in, you know, the, the ones, the relationships that meant something to me. Um, as, as far as my personal life, those are the ones I did not journal. Um, but I, or do a case study on, but I did journal the results of those relationships based off of whatever baggage or damage, personal damage, you know, I had within myself. So I, you know, I journaled that part of it. 
but I didn't case study those relationships. Um, just the, the ones that were considered case studies is the ones that I actually did the work on. So now I'm at a point where I'm still doing, um, certain case studies, but this time the, uh, the case studies are indeed like they, they involve me 100%. Like I have to be involved in this case study because it's a case study about me and my relationship styles with other people. So I'm involved. That goes with um, emotions, my mental state at the time, if I'm depressed at the time, whatever the case may be. That's just me. This is my work. So as I'm writing my book that's documenting this, the book is uh, actually a novel. As I'm writing my novel, I'm noticing, you know, um, different things, different avenues while I'm doing my work. And I'm noticing how judgmental people are of other people. It doesn't even concern me. But I'm noticing how judgmental people can be. And I'm like, but you don't know what a person is doing. Like, you're making an assumption. You know, people make people are making assumptions about, you know, how people are operating, but you don't know their backstory. So I'm like, well, you know, from the, from the untrained eye, it would appear that, you know, certain things that I'm doing, you know, what's the meaning of this or what's the meaning of that? But unless you knew you like, unless you knew for sure that I was doing a monologue and writing a book and so forth and so on, that took years of documenting years of creating a thesis years, like damn near like I'm doing a dissertation, right? Years of data and so forth and so on. It, it, unless you understood that work, you wouldn't have any clue as to what I'm doing, right? So I just kind of wanted to to talk about, like, I think it's better for us to ask instead of having our heads up our asses. It's better for us to start asking people, especially if you see illness in it. I see a lot of lot of lot of behavior patterns people are are, are doing. Like, I really believe that some people that are on the internet have mental health issues that are not being addressed because and like we normalize this behavior. So we're seeing a lot of people doing the same shit, but it's to me, like these people have mental disorders. Um, and a lot of people are following behind those patterns, not realizing y'all are following somebody mentally ill. And, and you can see it. Like, look at, look at how society looks right now. You know, it's a lot of weird shit going on that sent that escalated over the last 10 years. Like, escalated tenfold and part of that is because certain people had access to the minds of other people when they shouldn't have had access to the internet in the first place and that I mean y'all can look at the world okay look at what the hell's going on and look at some of these people and you you think to yourself like who the hell who else does that or who else thinks like that or who else speaks like that you'll you'll notice it for yourself It's a lot of mental health going, bad mental health going on out here. And we're not, we're not addressing it. um, Number one. And number two, we're judging um, people without asking, you know, what's really going on. Um, And I can honestly say that, you know, even, you know, in my, my own personal history, I've dealt with people who've had mental health um, issues and they've projected that upon everyone else. 
you know, and in some cases they didn't even know that they were suffering, you know, from mental health issues. And, um, a part of that, the, the reason why I bring that up is because I'm doing a monologue, right? I've went to go mental health, you know, to get uh, mental health therapy because I thought, I think every black person should, you know, I, I we all going to need some therapy, especially after this p- pandemic, but every, all of us need some type of mental health, uh, treatment or at least closure from post-traumatic slave syndrome. You know, we all have to like grasp that, wrap our minds around that concept and then deal with it. So with that being said, some of us actually go to get that help and some of us don't realize we need it. Right. So I encourage people to go, you know, get yourself checked out talk to somebody. It really doesn't matter. We all got a warped sense of reality one way or another. And we all develop our own, you know, this is me. I stand in this and that's that, you know, and along with some knowledge, you know, everybody has some knowledge and experience and that's all well and good. But what we cannot do is go judging people and putting labels on their behaviors without knowing for sure what it is that they're looking at. That's a problem. You know, I don't want to, like, I get pissed off when I see certain things. I get upset when I look at people. I get upset when I see the ratchetness. I get upset sometimes when I hear myself speak. And I'll be like, where the hell did that come from? You know what I'm saying? But then there's other times when I realize, no, I was going through X, Y, Z. So now I, you know, I get it. Sometimes you got to self-reflect. But when you're doing this, and you're doing this and, and you're projecting on other people, you, you tend to look and sound like a complete asshole. You're talking to people not knowing that they're like, they're, you're not even on their radar. They have no idea what your idealisms are. They don't know, you know, what it is that you expect of them because you're somehow important. So they don't know what you expect of them. So while they're doing what it is that they're doing, you're passing judgment, but you didn't ask. You didn't even ask, well, why did you do this? What is it that's going on with you? And because I know so much, I should be able to help you with that. So what is it that you're doing? But ultimately, no, we got our heads so far up our ass. We don't want to do that, right? Um, We want to stay away from um, what people are doing and the type of behaviors and mannerism they display. We want to stay away from that. And I say, if you're going to stay away from it, get your mouth off that, you know, keep your mouth off of it. There's no point in you even mentioning if it has nothing to do with you or if it doesn't make sense to you, get your mouth off that. Because I I mean, what you're doing is you're letting people know that you're paying attention to, to the bullshit that you're supposed to be staying away from when you should be focusing on something else. Like, your, your message or, you know, what you're trying to deliver should have been, uh, placed in a, uh, like a help in a helpful way, not so much degrading, you know, cause you're not helping when you're degrading someone. And I'm, I'm just noticing like, I, and it's not just one person. I see it with quite a few people. I'm not mentioning no names because I don't think that that's important. I think that people, I'm a, I'm monologuing this shit though, but I think that people, all of us like have this judgmental bone in our bodies where we, we get to, we get to use our perception to choose how to, how to talk about somebody. We get to, we get to use our perception and our own belief systems 
to pass judgment. But God forbid somebody actually points at us and speak of the flaws that we have, especially when we think we're flawless. So it's like, I don't know. Like I could, I could honestly say I'm, I monologue everything. I'm journaling everything, but, and I got my ways too. I'm not perfect and I'm not exempt from my own persecution. So let's just get that clear. Like I know that I I have a tendency to talk and I get, I get in your ass. Right. But that doesn't mean I'm exempt from that because we do have a way. When I say we, I mean it. We have a way of using our perception to judge. And I think that's a part of your free will. You're supposed to be able to do that. But I also believe that if you got the balls to judge, you should have the balls to actually confront the situation and ask, why did you do this? Or why are you doing that? Or what is it um, that caused you to do this? And let's see if we can work that out because that's not normal. I would think that that's the proper way to do things, but no, everybody wants a license or some type of certificate for you to be able to, to just talk like you got fucking sense to other people. And it's, it's bananas, but you got to protect your energy. You have to protect your energy. You do not want to be surrounded by ignorant people. And you don't want, um, you know, people's stupidity rubbing off on your ass. Especially when you know they ain't built or ready for those types of conversations. So I get it. I do. I get it. But um, to each his own. You know, I just wanted to talk about that. I'm monologuing and in, 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 in journaling, so... This was a part of that. Like, I, I, I seen a couple things today, and I was like, wow. I, I don't know. I liked it. I ain't going to front. I liked it. Like, you, when you cutting into somebody, I love when somebody cutting into somebody's ass. But what what's crazy is, like, the the self-reflection I had I had when, when that happened. I'm looking like, damn, do I judge so harshly? Do I do that? I yeah, I do. That shit's not cool. That's not cool at all, you know, but it is what it is, y'all. Um, we'll be talking about my journey. Let me tell y'all this uh, story time. Okay, so I go to the gym, y'all, right? And I'm, uh, me and my daughter, we at the gym and it's late night. Like we went um, to the 24-hour uh, Planet Fitness, like I always do. Y'all done seen on Instagram, you know, we be there sometimes. And, um, I sent my daughter out to the car to grab something. Now, mind you, it was, um, it was going into the evening, but I knew it was going to be there for some hours. Right. So she, she ran out to the car to, uh, to grab, what is it? Our bottles of water or something or the wallet or I forget what she was going to get, but the way that she unlocked the door triggered the key. Okay. So she comes back in, she locks the door, she comes back in and, you know, we, we do the gym. We in there for like four and a half hours, just busting it down. I mean, burning calories like you would not believe. Like we, we should have left out of there shriveled up. I bullshit you not. So it's time for us to leave. Right. Um, so I get in the car. Now, mind you, when we first went in there, I had to pay the, um, the, uh, monthly, um, not the monthly fee, the, uh, well, it's something else, the annual fee, I had to pay that, because that's on something separate or some shit, I don't know how that works, but the, my monthly was already paid for, but the annual fee had to be paid, so I took care of that, um, so we get ready to leave, we get ready to go home, and my car won't start, 
the key would turn the engine would, you know make the noise but it would not turn over so long story short the key um had triggered the auto theft pack system and that it shut the engine down so the engine to make noise but it won't turn over because of the key like whatever she did to turn the key is you know what caused this to happen now this is not to blame her because prior to that a couple of weeks prior to that the auto alarm that i had with the buttons you know you click the button and it go beep beep and all that right i had threw that away the battery died it was just cracked up looking so i just threw it away that's what was causing the door to trip in the first place not having that and using the key in and out so eventually it burnt out so it wasn't necessarily her fault right so we get a locksmith to come and redo the key so when they redo the key and reprogram the key so now the engine will turn but the car won't go more than 10 miles an hour so now we dealing with this shit and they saying that the key don't is the key wouldn't do that it's totally different they're lying because the transmission was perfectly fine before this incident took place so whatever that case is so now i gotta deal with getting my transmission taken care of so it's been a week and a half or, or maybe two weeks now that my car has been down and no i'm not a millionaire i don't have thousands of dollars in the bank we in the middle of a fucking pandemic so the businesses are not doing all that great. I'm not out there hustling and carrying on like I normally would with these companies. Hell no. And I'm not letting nobody come here to my little hair shop that I got going on. Coming in here, bringing in no virus. I'm not doing it. So I'm dealing with, you know, the online work that I got going on and, and you know, making my ends meet that way. So I made it to where um, I don't need the car right now, but we still got stuff we got to take care of. You know what I mean? Like going food shopping and, you know, getting our our things that we need, you know, and I'm not, I'm just not used to not having no car, you know, and I'm damn sure not used to asking nobody for no damn car. I'm not doing that. That's just not me. So, you know, like, and, and I'm not one to be too proud neither if I need help. To a degree, I'll ask for help. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem with that. There, There's people in my in my circle that, you know, I can call for a couple of dollars if I need it. But this ain't one of them situations. You know, some shit you're supposed to take care of on your own. Get on your grown, you know, your grown and sexy. It is what it is. So, okay, so the car, uh, the car is down right now, right? So, I'm looking at everything that's going on in my life at the time the car breaking down dealing with the online dating because i really need this pandemic got me in the house around these kids and i just need a break i need to get away my granddaughter and my son are the loudest people in america okay all they do is scream at each other all day long they're laughing and they're playing but their voices are driving me crazy and guess what y'all i'm a writer i'm an author so while I'm sitting here writing and, and I don't just write books, I write plays, movies, everything, TV shows I write. So while I'm writing, um, I'm sitting here and I, I just can't focus. So I'm like, oh no, I need a date or something, right? So I start trying to online date. And when I tell y'all this shit has been a roller coaster ride, <laughs> the online dating game is bananas to me you know what i mean and i really believe some of these queens out here that got their little shit going on y'all need to create an app you know because with the you know with the positive stuff y'all got going on on y'all platforms i'm pretty sure an app will help a lot of people 
um, be able to meet on better grounds, especially when you're dealing with some ancestral or, you know, the more African-centered way of things, right? That's the type of shit I'm into. That's what I love, right? So I follow kings and queens who who practice those things. And man, y'all need a damn app. I'm not going to lie to you. This right here, um, just dealing, just dealing with how people operate in the world. There's no way, in my opinion, that it should be this difficult to, to deal with the people, right? Now, I'm not one to believe there's no good men. I love black men and I know they're great. (laughs) Okay. There's, there's, I don't have no belief like that. But I do know that there is a large amount of dudes that are either gay, dealing with white women, or have a pathology that's just not alpha male or not quality, period, right? There's a large amount of those people. However, when you're not rolling in the best of circles, when you're not going to the best of places or you're not dealing in the best of things, you're not going to find the high quality people. And that's more than likely because you're not dealing in high quality, you know, things. You're not dealing with high quality parts of your life. So I get that part, right? But when you are dealing with high quality parts of, of society and you going into the best of circles and you're doing, you know, the things that you're supposed to be doing, that doesn't exempt ignorant people from being ignorant people or you know trashy people from being trash some people can dress it up and they still filthy underneath all of that and I'm just one to understand that you know what I'm saying you could talk shit all day long you could tell me all day long you know and a lot of times you see them dressed up they vegan they eat good all types of shit and they trash you know I've seen that but then I've also seen you know, some people that are high quality, period, got their shit together. They know how to treat a queen. They know how to handle themselves. They love their mother. They take care of their children, so forth and so on, right? And they, they're willing to invest in themselves and invest in you. So these are the, the type of men that I look for. And I know that on some sites, that quality or caliber of man does not exist on some sites. Now, there's some other sites where it's like, wow, like it's a lot of quality on here. And do I, am I even up to par, right? So, um, and for some of them, hell no. For some of them, I ain't ready, right? I got, I got to do a little bit more with this thing over here. I got going on. I ain't built. I ain't ready yet. You know what I'm saying? That right there, that's getting somebody to show for me around. And I, I need new shoes for that one. You know, just joking around, but I'm just saying some, some calibers, not everybody is ready for a specific type of caliber. And I'm one of those people, like, if you too high up there, no, I'm not built for you, bro. I'm not because I'm rough around the edges. I got a lot of work I need to do on me. But if you way, way, way down here in the gutter, no, I'm not built for you either. Okay. Get your ass going somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But midway. Yeah, I can handle that because that's a, that's a, a transitional period where we're either going to grow or one of us is going to prove that we ain't built, right? So I can deal in that area, that area of the chaotic transitioning. And that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm not one to rush or be something that I'm not. You know, I'm just not one of those people. I'm, I'm willing and able to grow. And that's fine. You know, I'm still growing. And let me tell y'all something. I'm about to head on over to Juanita's bumper curl (laughs) 
and get some shit taken care of with my mental health, my physical appearance, my state of being, and how I handle myself. Because I do need that. I need that sisterhood. I need that you know, people, you know, a surrounding support system to say, yo, girl, you slipping. You know what I'm saying? Or not nah, tighten that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Or no, we don't operate that way. I need that because I grew up with that all my life. And then the past 10 years, I just have not had that. You know, like having my cousins like up there, bougie as hell, right? I've had that. So I became bougie. Like I was the same way. We, you know, I became bougie. But then when that, part of me left when I left you know New Jersey and moved to the south on my own I didn't have that support system no more and I know I let myself go I had let everything slip away bit by bit by bit it wasn't immediate but bit by bit by bit life started to escape me you know and I know that because people normally go back to their nature right I know that I'm okay. I'm just in a transitional period and my nature is good. So I know that I'm going to eventually get back on my high horse, (laughs) you know, and it is what it is. But right now, no, right now I'm at that. I'm no different than anybody else stage. I'm at that point where there's this midlife crisis going on. I need to come up out that funk, but I do understand and recognize that, um, that to one degree I'm better. And to another degree, I'm no better, right? And on in, in between these two, somewhere I can find myself and I can be proud of what I find. So it's a journey, you know, and, and I'm okay with that journey. I'm okay with watching it unfold. And this is why I journal things. This is why my monologue is written. This is why my novel is going to be the shit. <laughs> and y'all need to go ahead and get that because when y'all read it, y'all going to be like, Wow. You know, like I watched that unfold and didn't even know it, you know, or I seen that happen or I can relate to this or that. And y'all gonna be like, this is mind blowing, you know, so um, be looking out for it. that novel coming. Y'all, I'm not going to name it. I'm not going to tell y'all nothing just yet. Um, I'm dealing with that. And on top of that, there's a couple of other, other um, things that I'm going to discuss with y'all later on. But just to give y'all some food for thought, you know, what I'm saying talk to people, man. Because we need it, especially now. Just talk to people. It's nothing wrong with finding out how people are really doing and really offering some, you know, some sound advice. You don't have to like it. It's not, their life is not for you to like. Their life is not for you to, to, to be happy with or not be happy with. Their life is theirs. So at the end of the day, what you need to be focused on is how you're going to address your life and does their life affect you? Or does it just give you something to talk about? And if that's the case, then you don't have a fucking life. So I suggest all of us go get one. (laughs) And just talk to people, man. Because this pandemic ain't no joke, y'all. For real. Um, I don't know. It is what it is, y'all. I love y'all with all my heart. You know, stay tuned. Share, 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 share. And peace and love.